when you're too cheap to go to the library. The look inside this book club. I'm Becky Selengut. And I'm Matthew Amster Burton. Well, I actually was eating a, um, a Taylor ham egg and cheese sandwich right before you called. Taylor ham, is that like a, like a Pennsylvania thing? It's New Jersey. New Jersey. It's, it's Taylor ham if you're from North Jersey, and it's pork roll if you're from South Jersey. And it's nothing if you're from Central Jersey, because Central Jersey does not exist. I just remembered uh, that and I And I'm going to get lots of hate mail from people. Who that I have a from, bagel. I just, I'm going to, did you hear what I said? Mm-hmm. Central Jersey doesn't exist. And I'm going to get a lot of hate mail from all the people who think Central Jersey exists. It's one of these, like, divisive things that, like, when I was growing up, there was no such thing. And then all of a sudden, now there's a thing. It was like some marketing person decided to come up with this, I think. Decided to come up with Central Jersey? Yeah, it oh, okay. literally didn't exist. Like it didn't exist. You were either North Jersey or South Jersey. Like it was divided and in the middle, and that's all it was. There was did no central. Central Jersey then like lay claim to the tomatoes. The tomatoes are everywhere. I mean, we had great tomatoes, in North Jersey. Mm. That also is a marketing thing because there's just no way that New Jersey tomatoes are better than no, of course not California. I mean, come on. Like, and I'm someone from New Jersey saying this. I'm going against well, my own people. Okay, here's my theory on Jersey tomatoes. You, you want my theory? No one wants my theory on Jersey <laughs> no one tomatoes. Because your <laughs> you're not right, even from that part of the world. But actually, now I'm just curious. Well, so I, I can... mean, California produces like t- literally millions of tons of shitty tomatoes as well as like good local tomatoes. Whereas mm-hmm. like Jersey isn't like growing enormous amounts of tomatoes and shipping them all over the world. So right. like the Jersey tomatoes probably really are better just because they don't ship them as much. Hmm. Hmm. Good theory, theory. right? It's It's not based on like any evidence. I just made it up. (laughs) Well, it's it's worth a a deep dive into actual research to find out the answer. But for now, I'm gonna I'm gonna say that's an interesting hypothesis. Yep, it is. Okay, so if you're from Central Jersey, weigh in and let us know why (laughs) Becky's a jerk. And now let's read a book. Okay. Uh, This book is called Seized by Balls. (laughs) It's by me, Matthew Amster Burton. And my co-host, Becky Selling. <laughs> you may have heard it last week, uh, unless we had to delete that episode completely. <laughs> um, so uh, this chapter, this is chapter two. Um, should we recap what happened in chapter one? Should we do like previously on Look Inside This Book Club? Yes, let's do that. Okay. So I don't remember anything that happened it had last time. Ev- it had everything in it. It was, um, it had the beginning, it had the sort of, just the beginnings of the, can we call it a meat cute? It's more like a hate cute. Is that a thing? A hate yes, cute? it's it's it, like a hate cute. It's like a hate cute. But anyway, uh, 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 Linny uh, writes the first chapter, and it's all about her life as a chef and has this little Italian restaurant. Um, it talks a little bit about her backstory, kind of the the neighborhood. It's Wait a minute, being is gentrified. it an Italian restaurant? I don't think I got that at any point while we were working on the book that it was an Italian restaurant. Um. <laughs> Well, I think that's what it is in my mind. I don't know if it was actually said in chapter okay. one, but yeah, like a local seasonal restaurant, but I think Italian is the, the leaning of it. Okay. Um, it's called Ova, which I yeah. love. And um, so we get some backstory on the kind of location. There's some hard hitting, um, you know, stories about her alcoholic father and the gentrified neighborhood and what else? Uh, her rent is high and oh, all this other stuff. And then um, across the street from her little tiny restaurant uh, comes balls, balls, this chain of um, 
International Foods and Ball Forum run by the uh, despicable and dashingly handsome Trev Taylor. Which who we're going to meet right now in chapter two. That was a good, good recap. Thank you. Okay. Chapter two, Trev. When dad told me the company was having problems in Seattle, I was pissed at first. I'm a small town boy, Redding, Pennsylvania, born and raised. (laughs) Oh, Scrapple. That's the thing they have in Pennsylvania. That's where the family business, Redding Capital Management, will always have its headquarters. Well, duh. (laughs) I don't know. It's literally built into the name. Okay. But I mean, that doesn't mean like, uh, I'm trying to think of some example, the Utah Jazz. They could pull a Utah Jazz. Okay, true, true, true. Because they're now where? Utah. (laughs) Wait, wait, I don't get it. Well, they were the New Orleans Jazz, and they moved to Utah where there is a significant lack of jazz, but they kept the name. Oh, God. This is not the same thing. No, not the same thing, but okay. If they were in Utah, but were still called the New Orleans Jazz, that would be the same thing. Oh, you know, I honestly, I, I, I know something about basketball, and I actually didn't think about that, that that Utah Jazz makes no damn sense. No sense at all. No sense um, at all. And I know less about basketball than you, yeah. but I, I don't know. I guess I like that story. <laughs> my father was suspicious when I told him I wanted to get into the restaurant business, but my, my high-end fast food chain, Balls, has been killing it. He wouldn't really <laughs> call it a fast food chain. He'd call it like, like you know, fast casual, that good food served quickly. Yeah, yeah, fast cash. That's, that's something, that's a line from a movie, right? Not fast food, good food served quickly. It's from some movie. Oh, that's movie. funny. It is from a movie. Yeah. What is that from? Oh, this is going to drive us nuts. Listeners, <laughs> get in touch. We just opened our 69th location, <laughs> Balls at the Spheres at Amazon headquarters in South Lake Union. Oh, <laughs> Opening. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I feel. Such, such low-hanging fruit. I know. It's such low-hanging fruit, but like. I, I hate this guy and like I, I feel like I really like went as as deep as I could trying to like embody his his ethos and I don't like it. Listeners, after uh, Matthew sent me his draft of chapter two, I actually felt like I needed to take a shower and I that I needed Matthew to take a shower f- forever. Well, I mean, I think I think we're doing our listeners maybe a favor because maybe it's been a few days since your last shower, since you've been, <laughs> since you've been spending all your time in a in a sweatshirt, um, and uh, this this episode is going to like push you in a in a uh, refreshing uh, watery direction. <laughs> what? <laughs> we just opened our 69th location, Balls at the Spheres, at Amazon headquarters in South Lake Union. Opening at Amazon is the fulfillment of one of my all time dreams. <laughs> Just being in the same building where Jeff Bezos does his magic is inspiring. I want. <laughs> I don't know. A lot of you don't don't live in Seattle, and you don't live even in the United States of America. But we are doing all of this very, very tongue in cheek. If it if it isn't obvious, but it's hard. It's hard to be clear because Matthew did such a good job embodying this suck up, this corporate yeah. suck up that you know. I believe it. I want to do for food what Jeff did for retail. <laughs> It's not enough to crush the competition. That's 20th century thinking. You have to make the competition realize that you're King Kong and they're a gnat that landed on the fur of your ass. I don't even notice the competition. I sit on the competition by mistake. I like that line. Thanks. Look, and and that's also like we're trying to bring the same kind of killer instinct to our podcast. Like we don't even (laughs) notice other other, uh, parody romance novel book club podcasts. Wait, there are others? Uh, there were before we came along. <laughs> like we just like swept the whole market aside and uh, just took all the marbles. 
Look, I don't want you to get the idea that I'm some kind of all-business jackass who doesn't know how to have a good time. I fucking love Seattle. There's Primo skiing just a few miles away. The EMP is this beautiful multicolored museum <laughs> built by one of my other heroes, Paul Allen, Famous, Famously not beautiful. Uh-huh. Every place you go has amazing beer, and Balls has been serving some of my favorite local craft brews like Manny's and Red Hook. Wow, there are a lot of inside Seattle jokes here. There really are. And by the way, P.S., uh, for anyone who's from the Seattle area, Manny's just went into cans for the first time ever. Mm, that sounds good. Mm, yes. I mean, cans are good, right? Well, especially because Manny's was only available on tap at oh. restaurants where we can no longer get it. So right. okay. now it's going to be able to be sold. You want to make it big in the movies? You go to Hollywood. Want to be a billionaire? Get your ass to Seattle. Of course, well, I'm here to help out my brother, Bentley Ben. I'm here to... Okay. Bentley Ben? Of course. While I'm here, I have to help out my brother. Bentley Ben Taylor is the number one son, heir to the Reading Capital Management fortune. I don't care. I've got balls, after all. But I agreed to take over the management of the buildings at 22nd and Union on the condition that I could put a balls location in. It's an up-and-coming neighborhood, and people are going wild for my hot, saucy goodness. <laughs> Gross. Thanks. Gross. Um, Shower. We we Ugh. set the book uh, in the same location as uh, as one of our favorite hangouts, right? Right. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> oh, have I mentioned the Seattle girls? California girls get all the good press, but Seattle chicks are fucking hot. They've got this natural hippie thing going on that says, "I know how to get nasty." Another thing. <laughs> Where does this come from your brain, Matthew? I, it's truly I don't know. scary. It, it gets it worse. Really, it's challenging to our friendship that this came out of you so easily. Another. Th- are you <laughs> are you saying that that like Seattle women are not hot? Because I, if that's what you're saying, like I don't think that's better than what I'm saying. Uh, I think you're missing my point. <laughs> and also, and also, it's not me talking. It's Trev Taylor. It, anything, sure. anything terrible is not my. Res- I completely <laughs> disclaim all responsibility. <laughs> That's how this works, right? That's exactly how it works. Another thing you never hear about Seattle is that the summer is gorgeous. And I'm talking about all the amazing tits that come out during a few precious weeks of sunshine. Jesus, so painful. (laughs) Then they get put away until until the long, dark fall and winter. Put away. Like, clearly someone who does not own breasts wrote that line. Did you put away your testicles? Do you put them away? Every day, yeah. Yeah, But would you use the language put away? Yeah, because I have like a special little jewel encrusted box. I mean, it feels like you're putting China into a China closet when you say put away. That's right. A China closet. Like, (laughs) Uh, put away an anatomy. I don't think those go together. (laughs) I mean, you can put away food. You can put away lots of things. You don't put away tits. (laughs) Then they get put away until the long, dark fall and winter. No, don't say it again. (laughs) I haven't been here for a Seattle spring yet, but I bet the local weathermen put up a percent chance of cleavage. Um, So Seattle is a great place to get it wetter than a temperate rainforest. (laughs) Okay, that was a moment right there. Because he does that pause and that uncomfortable, like, exhaling of breath when he reads other romance novels where he's deeply uncomfortable about what it's what they're saying. And he did that about his own writing. So this is some serious self-hating like authorship here don't you think like you were so uncomfortable to read that just then i know and like can you back up again and read it again seattle is a great place (laughs) to get it wetter than a temperate rainforest (laughs) you're so uncomfortable (laughs) well can we pretend that someone else wrote this (laughs) 
the thing is, is when we wrote this, you didn't expect we would ever have to read it aloud I on know. our podcast. And this I is didn't just... even want you to read it. I from now on, this this book is by Christina Lauren. Okay, I'm just I'm just glad. A, I'm reading my own chapters mm-hmm. and not yours. And B, we stopped writing the book before we got to the sex scenes, yeah, so we don't okay. actually have to read those aloud. Perfect for a guy like me. I've never had time for romance. Sentimentality is death in the business world, and the same goes for relationships. Why would I want to be tied down like that? Once Balls is established in Seattle, I'm moving on to the next market, wherever it is. Dubai, Melbourne, Cape Town. I don't care. Wherever there's an appetite for Balls, I'll be there. <laughs> well, everywhere, I'm sure. Yeah, I know. Like the the thing the thing I was most surprised about going going back to this book is like what a great job we did developing this restaurant concept i know we talked about this at length last week but i like right now i just want to go to any restaurant but especially this fake restaurant that we made up that doesn't exist well also we had no idea at the time it was pre-covid but we designed a restaurant that actually might be covid safe that's true and we'll like in a future chapter we're going to get into some of the inner workings of balls (laughs) (laughs) you know i wake wake up in the morning with an appetite for balls um of course. That, yeah, I we just wanted do. you to know. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. And then, and at the end of the day, you put them away. Ugh. Let me tell you a little more about balls. It started Please. out as a lark. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> we needed a tenant to fill out a development in downtown Reading, and when five guys fell through, I asked Dad if I could try something instead. A restaurant <laughs> is just a furnace that burns money, Sterling Taylor replied. <laughs> but go ahead. Just never mention it to me again after you fail. Uh-huh. That's I just love- how... D- yeah. I love Reading, by the way. That still delights me. Why is that funny? Like I don't know, but like we were trying to. I think it was. I think I came up with it. We were trying to come yeah, up with. Yeah, you did. We, we were trying to come up with a like the origin story of of this company, and I don't know why. Just Reading just seems like this. Like it's sort of a lofty ish sounding name, but it's also at the same time sort of shoves it back into the small town sort of thing. It does both. Right. It's aspirational and also tiny man. Um, yeah, I, now I was going to go down a very boring, dark alley. (laughs) That's just how dad is. He motivates people the old fashioned way. If he could get away with whipping his employees, he'd do it. Probably enjoy it. The old pervert. Don't know where I was going with that. No, it's uncomfortable. So I opened balls at the railroad yards development. The concept was simple. The best spherical foods from around the world. Oh, good. We get into it. We get into it some of this chapter. We're talking saucy meatballs, crispy falafel, and our original concoctions like fire in the hole balls, deep fried, drizzled with spicy buffalo wing sauce, and topped off with blue blue cheese crumbles. (laughs) Blue cheese. (laughs) Donut holes for dessert. Goddamn right. The original Balls location was profitable within six weeks and blew through our annual proje- projections by the third month. Mm. I love I love how I'm like pretending I know something about business here. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, I do not. <laughs> That's why I host a podcast. <laughs> Q2 now, was gangbusters, though, remember? What's that? Q2 for Balls was went gangbusters. Oh, yeah. Q2. Yeah. Wait, just wait till till Q4. Just wait till like the, the um, P, P and L's. Come out. P P P P and L's. <laughs> I was like, quick, quick, uh, any business word, uh, uh, annuities, um, <laughs> arbitrage. Now I'm putting balls everywhere. It would be insane to open two locations of the same restaurant on single on a single block, right? Uh oh. Tell that to the balls slurping citizens of Shanghai who made our two balls experiment in the former French concession <laughs> so profitable we had to add a third. Now three balls in Shanghai is one of the top tourist destinations in Asia. 
It's still funny to me. I know. This was like one of the first things we came up with. Like, as soon as we came up with the, the, the balls restaurant, restaurant, Becky was like, well, there has to be three balls in Shanghai. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> it's so dumb. But I... <laughs> yeah. So now, dumb. three balls in uh, Shanghai is one of the top <laughs> tourist destinations in Asia. And people line up for hours just to get a taste. <laughs> I I love this this almost we I feel like this almost made sense to us at the time that like this would be a successful tourist attraction getting to see the same restaurant three times in a row on one street. Well, well then we kind of like well it all started with of course the best in sh- best in show and the Starbucks across the street from each other in my right. mind. And then and then I That's right. thought how ridiculous that was in the movie. Now it's commonplace to see them so close to each other, but then I thought um to actually of course uh, the ball joke. I'm not going to explain the joke cuz it's too dumb. But anyway, we decided that each restaurant on the three balls in Shanghai would have a different menu. Okay? Oh. Uh, so you could like you, you could literally do like a, a combo platter juggling the different ball menus walking down the street wait till you hear the next sentence of this book oh did i say that sure the menu is slightly different at each location (laughs) but they all operate out of the same no i didn't i didn't already say it you just you just like remembered back to that yeah but they all operate out of the same kitchens and we save big on ingredients and labor forbes 400 here i come Uh, okay i want a t-shirt that says three balls in shanghai I feel like that would that would come Maybe get off in as trouble. Okay. some somehow xenophobic. <laughs> okay, you're probably right. But like three three balls three balls on Lake Union. Or uh, not that, the that same. Would seem like an Amazon shirt. I don't. This is hard. <laughs> okay, but like it, listeners, if you have an idea for a balls themed shirt, like we're we're not going to open this actual restaurant, but we could make T-shirts for it. I mean, it could just right? be seized, seized by balls. I mean, yeah, I don't think I would wear a t-shirt that said seized by balls. <laughs> or what about just balls? Yeah, just balls. B-A-L-L-Z. Wait, wait, okay, would it say B-A-L-L-Z or just B-A-L-L-Z? Oh, literally, like literally the, the word oh, just, just and then balls. Just balls is going to be like their stripped down, like organic oh. spinoff. Oh, no sauces? No, well... <laughs> <laughs> sauce on the side i don't it's, know it's for I like the, fully developed the concept yet but it's it's a, another winner from the mind the, of trev taylor the keto set is just it's for balls. the keto set no no sauce okay i cruised down union in my midnight silver model s blasting the classic rock station on sirius xm oh God. we spent a lot of time deciding what he would listen to remember that S- seattle may be all about grunge <laughs> but i prefer the classics petty zeppelin the boss yeah oh god yes <laughs> and like which which i, don't I mean know. like i th- i think dave matthews i, th- I yeah, think he might think be a dave right. matthews like, guy i don't know i wanted it i wanted it to, it to like nudge uncomfortably close to like music i like also true but i also think like like dave matthews and he's got like a deep fish history <laughs> yeah th- that's true <laughs> i don't know we, yeah. might, we might edit we might edit this no it's perfect the way it is (laughs) petty zeppelin the boss i pulled up in front of the emerald building at 22nd and union just as dancing in the dark was fading out one of the things i love about balls is that it's a restaurant for everyone (laughs) don't get me wrong i love high-end dining i have a table and a bottle of chateau neuf du pop waiting for me at canless anytime i want to stop in not now you don't not now but balls is for everyone when i walk into the building at lunchtime i see exactly what i want to see a line down the hall, people of all ages and colors and walks of life, all waiting to give me their money in exchange for a sack of hot goodness. 
<laughs> that Bless. soccer mom in the tight sweater, I bet she's going falafel. The construction worker, saucy meatballs, saucy meatballs I bet $100. How dare you stereotype them? I, I, that's, it's Trev Taylor. He's a bad man. <laughs> you don't understand. Trev and I are very different. I, I don't, I'm not even a, a Springsteen fan. The soccer mom in the tight t-shirt. Ugh. Tight sweater, please. Sorry. My closet at home is full of product, but when I stop in at one of our stores, I like to dress business casual. We're talking a slim Brooks Brothers polo that makes it clear that I work out without hitting anyone over the head with my six-pack. You better believe it's there, though. (laughs) (laughs) On the way into the building, I passed by one of our tenants, Restaurant Ova. It's a nice (laughs) little place. So dumb. <laughs> it's a nice little place doing that farm to table thing. Oh. I respect what they're trying to do, even though there's obviously no business plan behind it. And if they're making any profit at all, it's only because the previous owners were charging them below market rent. Ugh. Needless to say, that had to change. I slid a manila envelope into their mail slot on the way past and caught a glimpse of the chef. She had her brown hair in a ponytail and was wearing a black apron that cinched in nicely at the waist and emphasized her impressive curves. But I didn't have time to gawk at some earthy babe doing the small business thing. I think that might be the worst sentence in the whole chapter. (laughs) Doing the small business business thing. thing. So dismissive. (sighs) I nodded at the line of balls customers and let myself into the restaurant. The aromas were enticing. The smells of spherical foods from around the globe mingling into a spicy, steamy stew. (laughs) Ew. Okay. That is the worst. No, that's the worst line. Okay, first of all, like the smell of spherical foods. Yeah, you can like, smell it, when something is spherical, it, it's right? It's such a stupid sense. Can you smell a shape? <laughs> yes. It's like, what kind of drugs are you on? And you're like, oh my <laughs> God. Right. No, Trev, like, like synesthesia is just one of Trev's many admirable qualities. What's that word that keeps coming up in crossword puzzles recently? I just learned and I never heard I it before. I never do crossword puzzles, so I don't Oviate. know. Oviate. Ovate? Ovate. Is that how you say it? Ovate? I thought it was oviate, but anyway, oviate or ovate. I'm not sure which one is correct. Anyway, that word. Like egg-shaped? Yeah, exactly. Like ova. So, (laughs) like ova. That's right. No, if if he really like sniffs deeply... He can smell like the spherical balls from his restaurant, but also a hint, a hint of like an ovate exactly. nuance coming from restaurant Ova. He, he should be able to smell smell her place, you know, if, yeah. I, if you know he, what he I mean. Yeah, he can literally smell her eggs. Oh my God, I loved just the whole idea of like the balls and then the Ova across the street battling <laughs> it out. We're it's being so very funny. self-congratulatory in I this I know, episode. we shouldn't be. But I mean, we, someone posted and said they would, they would totally read this whole book. So yeah, so one person says that, so therefore we should just slap right, ourselves exactly. on the back. Um, I'm both congratulating myself and disgusted by us because some of this is so horrible. Yeah, but like mostly my parts. That's true. Yeah. Okay, keep going. What's up, Marco? I said, nodding at my manager <laughs> who is stirring a pot of tomato sauce. Boss, he shot back, cocking his hand like a gun. My employees love me. <laughs> Most of them, anyway. When this location opened, we still had people working as cashiers. A few oh, weeks in... <laughs> That word people, like it's like it's, it's such a foreign word in his mouth now. <laughs> a few weeks in, we replaced them all with electronic kiosks. Now you can customize your order exactly how you want it. With Want the Japanese crispy rice balls topped with the Thai kick in the balls sauce? Now Ew. you can. Gross. Fusion. Confusion. With a few taps on a touchscreen. Sure, the move pissed off a few ex-cashiers and a columnist at the local Alternative Weekly, but it also <laughs> slashed thousands for our monthly expenses, and I haven't heard any, comp- any customers complaining. I fucking love making money. And Ugh. that's the end of chapter two. 
Very well done. One-handed slow clap. Oh, I need two showers. <laughs> I, I took a shower like an hour ago, and now I need another one. Um, I am liking where this book is going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if, if you want to know what happens next, maybe after we run out of chapters to read, which is very soon, we'll just read the outline that we made for the rest of the book. <laughs> Oh, I really do love this project. And even if, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I really want to keep going and, and, and I hope we do. But anyway, I'll stop saying that. Um, what is for next week? Chapter three, or is it now? Chapter three? I, yeah, I think it's chapter three. Back, uh, to, back, back to Linny? Is it back, back to, to Linny? I, I think so. I think, I think we like alternated. I think we have four chapters written. Five. Five? Okay. We have five chapters. I wrote the last one. So Linny, 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 two Trevs. L- okay. Fair. Yeah. So you, um, I've been waiting for your chapter for like seven months. <laughs> <laughs> it's been more than that, I think. <laughs> um, all right. You can find us uh, at lookinsidethisbookclub.com and facebook.com slash lookinsidetbc, which it, we're not, it can't be balls every time. We got to no, look inside I this can't. business, this business, um, oh. this something cashier, this. Um, hmm, I am at a loss for. C words. Fine, then just look inside this ball's cashier. <laughs> okay, look inside this ball's cashier. That's good enough. Um, and, I mean, you won't find any money because uh, they're unemployed. What, uh, did we des- what did we decide we added to the treasure chest for the uh, um, for our Patreon? Patreon? The, we, the we treasure chest? <laughs> well, we were going to give, give away, a giveaway. We were going to... Oh, we uh, added something to it, and I can't remember what it was now. Oh, oh, they I were don't gonna. Know. Oh, we were, they were gonna allow them to um, uh, contribute a character or something like that. We right, had some. we were gonna allow them to write the rest of the book, <laughs> and then we were gonna put our names on it and collect all the profits. <laughs> no, there was something like we would we would write in a character based on we, them or something. Yeah, like yeah. That. I think I think um, and like. They, you know, you would think like you would get in touch with us and like give us some information about yourself. No, we're going to like hire a private investigator <laughs> to to Google you. And which is, I assume is how private investigators do all their stuff these days. And oh, totally. uh, yeah, and just like figure out what you're all about, like what makes you tick, like what kind of balls would you order and then pull, and then put you in the book all using right. your full name and address. Well, we might want to look back and listen because we did offer something, Matthew. So we should probably remember what it was. Do you remember? I think it, it all? was the thing I just said. No, it wasn't. No, so I don't was remember. It? Okay. Well, maybe. Uh, gosh, we have really, really short memories. So maybe someone can tell us on Facebook what we offer. But anyway, uh, would you like to tell them about uh, becoming a patron? Yes, Patreon.com/slash/litbc, where uh, for two dollars a month, two dollars a month. Are you kidding me? Uh, nothing you can for get this bonus kind of episodes. Uh, maybe. You know what we should do. Okay. Um, we should do. <laughs> we're we're uh, going off script. We're going right off now. script now. Um, I don't know if there's a bonus episode or what, but like since since rather than write the rest of the book, we should just improvise the rest of the book. <laughs> that is, I really want to yes and this, but uh-huh. I'm so not sure. It I want sounds to do that. so much easier than writing. <laughs> nope, I'm committed to finishing our book. I, mean, so I will not agree to that. Takes less than thirty minutes to read. It should take less than thirty minutes to write. It doesn't work that way. I mean, this kind I know, of genius but it takes should. time. I know, but this also takes time, and I don't like it. 
Uh, okay, so uh, for $2 a month, um, you'll get bonus episodes. And for $5 a month, you get the uh, moistest, most mountainiest mountaineering t-shirt. Moist mountaineers. I said mama many times. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I don't do the this part of the, of no, the show. No, I liked it very much. <laughs> uh, so you can find us there. Uh, Matthew already told, uh, told you where. And um, if you uh, kick us some of that cashola um up to the 30th person we're going to put your name into a hat we're going to give you um what you get the extra bonus episodes you get the t-shirt you and get you, a care package get, from us to you um and we cho- stake out your house we, becky and i are going to be sitting in a car outside your house <laughs> figuring out what what kind of weird shit you're into and we'll put that in our book <laughs> Something like that, probably not. And that you know creepy. what? That sounds like so much fun. We're not just going to do do it for the person we draw out of the hat. We're going to do that for everyone okay, who signed okay. up. We, we know are, where you live. I am changing. I'm going to. <laughs> we are cutting this out. This is the first time I've ever said this. We are going to edit that out because you have lost your fucking mind. All Matthew, right, we'll see you next you, time. Have you been for a walk recently? Um, no, I took a walk this morning. Outside of your house? Out, an outside walk. Okay, good. Maybe take um, another one. <laughs> maybe take another one. <laughs> All right, we'll see you next time. Bye now. Okay, cool. Because I felt like I, I had like all of a sudden nervous sausage finger and <clears throat> got a little grease in it. <clears throat> you got a little grease on your sausage finger?